Welcome to your favorite podcast, Death Star D, with your hosts, Adam Olson, Jarris Hobbs, and Trevor Wynn. Shoots up through the stony ground, there's no room, no space to win in this town, you're out of luck. All right, we're rolling. It's a beautiful day. How's it going? Serenade us. Don't let it slip away. <laughs> beautiful day. Is that the U2 you're singing? <laughs> yeah, it is. Give us another one. Give us a In the Name of Love. In the Name of Love. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty good like that. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of Death six. Star D, DSD. You know, you blink your eyes and all of a sudden you're... Six episodes. Six, just, six. Yep. Just pass right by. Where does the time go? It flies. Jairus and I are currently in the midst of a... Um, in the presence of an internet superstar... Yeah, let's talk Hello. about that. Let's talk about that first. I mean, I feel like we like to get to the most important things first, and this is this is something that right just there. it just kind of happened, just right. Well, out here's of the, something. It just came out of the blue. Been, yeah, and here's something that's been on my mind, um, or a question that's been on my mind for you guys. What does it feel like to not be like famous? It's mm, a good question. Um, I mean. Like at night, when you lay your head down on your pillow, is it embarrassing? Is it? Well, I'd say I, like just... it's like empty. Like like I feel like my life is pointless. Um, that's, ever, yeah, that's probably I, probably accurate. I don't really appreciate what you're doing right here. <laughs> well, currently my knee is extremely famous. <laughs> so and your for voice. Those that, so for those that don't know, um. I posted a video onto the internet two days ago. It's a video of me throwing a baseball to my son Riggs, and he just rips a screaming line drive right back at, at me. It hits the camera. I fall down. My knee gets a little bit of airtime. It's a chubby-looking knee, by the it, way. It looks uh... Yeah, but camera adds 10 pounds. So. <laughs> and then my son, is he's just such a Cute, sweet little boy says, sorry, dad. He apologizes for hitting me with the baseball. It's nine seconds long. It's super short. I post it to YouTube. A buddy from work posts it to Facebook. His buddy sees it and posts it to Reddit, I guess, is a website out there on the Internet. Oh, yeah. And then, boom, two days later, there's 275,000 views. It's been on ESPN.com. It's been on Bleacher Report. And today they talked about it on the Today Show. That is Matt nuts, Lauer, man. Carson Daly, they're showing it and talking about it. <laughs> Blowing my mind. This has just been an absolute pleasure for me to watch. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like this is happening to me. Like I'm just I'm getting such joy and such a thrill out of watching everything like happen to you like this. You know, I, I like, watched that video a bunch of times just because I was, like, um, 
I was refreshing it over and over and over again to just see how many views. Oh my gosh, it's up to like 60,000. Oh my gosh, it's at 80. And it was, I mean, it blew my mind away. Yeah, for a while there, it was getting like, it was something like, um, it was like 3,000 views a minute or something. There, Google's got all, or YouTube has all these analytics, and I went and looked at them at some point, and it was just getting like tens of thousands an hour for a while. I think there was a couple websites that LinkedIn has been picked up by a bunch of websites. And uh, anyway, it's just, it's so crazy what, I mean, how to be on this end of a, viral video just weird so Trev, i want i want you to talk more about your experience but before you go on i want to uh make two th- i want to make two agreements with you real quick one can we call death star d can we call our name of our podcast death star d featuring trevor win um maybe featuring the sorry dad dad okay okay uh two um, can you sign an exclusive agreement with us that this will be your only podcast? Ooh, good idea. Now, I will agree that this will be my only BYU-related podcast. Cool. I am, I'm okay with that. Hey, Trevor, I'll take whatever I can get at this point. I have so far only seen you quoted in one news source. Can you tell me what that was? Wait, I was quoted in a news source? Maybe it's just your wife. Oh, yeah, it was my wife. Who was it? Uh, Fox 13. In? Utah. Utah, getting bigger guess and how, better. Guess how those Utah. guys got your, uh, your video? I think that you sent it to them. I sent it to them, man. I watch Fox 13 in the morning every day when I drink my um, Carnation Instant Breakfast and eat my banana. And I said, you know what? This will be right up their alley. I sent them this email that said, hey, guys, this guy's a BYU grad. He's living in Florida now. I thought you guys might like this. That's so funny because when they contacted my wife, they said, hey, we heard that you guys are BYU grads. Yeah. It all makes sense now. That's right. Little did I know. It's just Jarrett's. Yep. And Uh, I, so this is my thing. I immediately, when I saw the link and I saw all your stories that you were featured in, I was blasting it on Twitter and stuff. Blasting. And and people started to, like this one guy started to get in touch with me to buy the rights to your video. (laughs) And he was offering, he was offering uh, you through me a thousand dollars for the rights to your video. You should have sold it. Like, why didn't you sell it? And this guy, this guy found my work email address. He found my, uh, you know, several of my personal email addresses. He found my Twitter. I, I mean, he just, he tracked well, me down like crazy. That has been the, one of the craziest parts of this are all these people. There is this little sub industry within the world of viral YouTube videos, apparently, because that same guy that you contacted, he ended up contacting me. I had, I got a text from my mom yesterday uh, some media person just called me wanting to talk to you. Um, so my mom got a phone call. My little brother got a phone call and Facebook messages. My other younger brother who has my old cell phone number got a phone call and then they were contacting my wife and you, I mean, they're just ruthless and relentless doing it. I got contact via LinkedIn. Somehow, they had everyone's contact info but mine. It was kind of entertaining, actually. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? 
it like kind of to me it gives me a little more like hesitance to put stuff on social media like I've always been like oh no one's ever gonna steal my identity blah 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 but it's like it's very clear they have a lot, a lot of your information is on. Like, if they're trying to get a hold of you, they're contacting your mom. You know, they've got... I just, yeah, how did they get my mom's number? I don't know. Well, it's crazy. It's pretty easy to get your mom's number. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really well played. <laughs> you know what the best part of this is? We have now talked about this for almost 10 minutes, and the BYU played one of their biggest games of the year. Not well, just, hey, I'm not done talking about it. Well, I me mean, neither. I just think it's like this is how big of a deal This is a big thing that happened like, to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. So anyway, so this all happened, and I started getting contacted by these people. I mean, the comments in the YouTube are all, you know, um, hey, let me license your video, all this stuff. So I play it cool, right? I just let them sweat it out. I start to get some people contacting me, but I don't reply. And then, but then I start replying and I pit basically in the end, two of them against each other and they're going back and forth, back and forth. And I worked them up and, you know, one was offering more upfront cash with, you know, not as good of licensing revenue sharing down the road. One's pitching that he can get me on some show on Fox. The other one is saying that guy is only going to get you on Fox. It was just this intense. They hate each other. It was really, 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 really fun. Well, I'm sure one of them probably stole a cat video right under the nose of the other guy. And maybe the first guy is the one that got the uh, ain't no time for that lady. So I'm sure there's a lot of bad blood. Totally. You know, totally. You, know, you know what it really reminded me of? Did you guys, either one of you, did you guys see the movie Nightcrawler? I did not. Uh, no. Well, it just reminded me of this, like, really, like, you know, just these guys that work in their basement doing these, like, shady deals and trying to, you know, just make one break and I don't know. It's, oh, they all added me as friends on Facebook. I saw my wife's now Facebook friends with one of them. Like, what is going on, these you people? Better, you better be careful what you say. They might listen to this podcast and find out you're playing them, man. Well, I was playing them to the tune of, like, an extra $200, so I think they'll they'll be okay. You know, you must be rich, because when you were talking about, like, $200 and things like that, I was like, uh, seems like a lot of money to me. <laughs> Jarius was saying that he would have sold you out for a nice lunch. <laughs> I was like, just, somebody take me to Subway and... <laughs> no, I'll steal it right out from under him. <laughs> so last night, I finally signed with one of them. What and did you sign? Like a napkin? What are you? What, what no, are you? they send me like an online agreement, and then I get this email from YouTube right after. You can no longer monetize your video; it has been claimed by a third party. Whatever. Oh, so, so like, you sold the rights? Well, no, I own the video. But I sold the licensing rights. I don't know what that means. I don't really either. <laughs> they told me they'd give me some money. So I said, okay. <laughs> but, so I go through this whole thing, right? And then I and then someone else emails me the next morning and offered me four hundred dollars more with the same revenue sharing that I had already but I'd already agreed to someone else. So oh, no. I had to you should have stay done. true to my word slash contract. You should have offered you should have offered that guy 
you should have put him in connection with your guy. Because if he would have sold it to that other guy, you would have got a cut of that deal, and then you would have got a cut of the other deal. Because aren't you getting 70% of whatever he can make? So if he would have made $400 more with the, you know what I mean? Are you guys following what I'm saying? Yeah, we follow what you're saying. Okay. (laughs) Trevor, you are in the middle of some serious residual income, my friend. I mean, this is. (laughs) Seriously, I bet it's at least a couple bucks a month. It is. It's going to blow up. I think it's safe to say that Sorry Dad is the viral sensation of the year. Well, so uh, far, I think so. March 11th. <laughs> I loved my favorite uh, suggestion was one of our friends, was it Cade or someone who said that you should start making Sorry Dad t-shirts? <laughs> you know what the best part about that is? Is I was reading on Read it, Reddit or whatever it is, and I'm, one of the last comments was, how long until at the bottom of this video is a link to the Sorry Dad t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> you know what the read it the read it the reddit uh comments were so freaking funny about tw- like so many of them are just like ripping you for holding the camera the wrong way I know. it's like it's like you were trying to make some artsy video and you really screwed it up you know? like, general consensus is Internet does not like vertical videos. <laughs> yeah. And then my favorite was, I read a comment on the Fox 13 one that was like, it said, put down the camera and enjoy life. And I was kind of like, well, shouldn't you be like, instead of <laughs> like bullying people online, shouldn't you be yeah. putting down your whatever device and enjoying <laughs> life? Who is this person that's enjoying life so much that they have to log on and search the internet for people that are taking pictures of their kids to tell them to enjoy life more? I don't get it. Well, at this point, it may have run its course. It's slowing down. Um, But here's what I want our faithful listeners to help me with. I want to get... And it's really just our, like our wives, so you know I don't know that's gonna happen. But I want to get on Ellen. We oh, want yeah. Ellen. We I want, want Ellen. I want you to be on Ellen. I do too. I want this for you. It's funny, is like Riggs just has he has no idea what that, that all this is happening. He was on the Today Show. And he, he was, was on ESPN. Yes. That's like the highlight of his life right there. I yeah. know. I know. That's what's sad. Is it truly might be. What if it doesn't get better from here? <laughs> no, it's not going to. Do you it's, think he's getting. What if this, this is, is the highlight of his sporting life? Yeah. But uh, like I told you before, Jairus, have you been on ESPN? No, I haven't. So, Do you exactly. Know? So even if this is the highlight, that's still pretty awesome. I know, right? but I'm also not three. I, you know what I mean? Like, you have you have given Riggs a gift that will last throughout his whole life. Whenever he goes to a party from now on and he's playing that two truths and a lie game. Oh, yeah. He can use the, he can say, I, you know, I was on ESPN.com. I was featured on ESPN.com. And everyone will think it's a lie, but it's the truth. Yeah, you have given him that gift, and I just gotta say, I'm a proud dad. That little boy swing. That was is just that was beautiful. not a bad swing. It was awesome. And if you've seen the, for those that have seen the slow the slow motion version of it, you really get a good feel for the swing. That's all 
they got to say about Well, that. Riggs came out the big winner in this one. He's got an awesome swing, overwhelming positive uh, feedback. He's polite. He's cute. He's, he now has $600 for his mission fund. He's got a $600 mission fund. Riggs, bravo, Rigdon win. Way to go, buddy. I'm jealous of him. And I'm not uh, well, guys, thanks for living vicariously through me. I appreciate <laughs> this it. This has just been a real pleasure for us, too, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been crazy. It's been crazy. Every time I check my phone and I've got new texts or Facebook notifications of some different website it's posted on, it's just, it blows my mind what the internets can do. <laughs> yeah. What, you know, yeah. You rode the wave. Tried it. Good thing you have self-esteem because once this ends, it's going to get super, you know, it'll be super yeah, sad. Yeah, um, I'm back to being no. all the common folk like this, you guys. This won't yeah. end. This won't end. This, Trevor, is, you got to find a way to to ride this wave, chase this high. You're going to get addicted to it, man. First it's Ellen. Then I'm getting that little boy on the ESPYs. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, should we talk about... Let's some, talk about the game. Let's uh, talk about some BYU basketball. Well, we got to talk about a couple of games. Yes, that's Can true. Let's talk about the good game first. Let's talk about the good game, then then the Gonzaga game. Um, two good games. So, so we, saw, we saw BYU beat Santa Clara with a game-winning so cool. shot by Tyler Haas. Mm-hmm. And we saw BYU blow out Portland. Uh, that game was so fun. Featuring a triple-double by uh, Kyle Collinsworth. And then we saw BYU lose to Gonzaga in the WCC championship game. So, in dramatic uh, fashion. Wherever you guys want to start, go ahead. Let, let, us, let us have it. I want to start with, oh my word, West Coast Conference, quit starting your games at 1130 Eastern. Oh, geez, that's, huh? that's what you want to start out well, with. Well, I just, I, as you talked about those other games, before the two before the game, it reminded me that I was starting the games at 1130. I had church meetings early the next day. I had to go to, to work the next day on Tuesday morning after the, or no, on Monday morning after, well, I don't know what days it was. Yeah, Monday yeah. night. Anyway, it's like two in the morning. Yeah. But that Portland game was one of the most fun BYU games I have watched since Jimmer. It's the most fun I've had watching a BYU game since Jimmer. I agree. It was a fun game. That was a fun game. And I and speaking of Jimmer, I have been thinking in my own brain that Kyle Collinsworth is the most fun player to watch since the most entertaining since Jimmer, I think. I don't know if you guys agree. Maybe it's just because I appreciate the old, the all-around game, the well, complete. I think that I agree. Well, because I mean, Jimmer, that was like not very long ago. Well, I know, but yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, no, I agree. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like when I watch Kyle Collinsworth do his thing and get his assists and rebounds and points and triple doubles and whatever, I have the same the like same, yeah, right. yeah the same there excitement that I had when I watched Jimmer. You know. Like, this guy, I just love watching him play. It's just a real treat for me. <laughs> well, I, you know... <laughs> anyone anyone no, want to I mean, I think, I think I agree. I mean, it's, it, to me, it's... I don't know. I see... My, my biggest problem, I didn't actually watch the game. I had to listen to the game. And the games just aren't as fun. Like, you guys kept saying, oh, that was such an awesome dunk. And all I get was, it was a dunk. But, um... 
You know, can I be a buzzkill real fast? Okay. I don't want to be, but... It's your prerogative. I feel, I feel like that same um, party sensation we had beating Portland is the same party sensation that Gonzaga has every time they go to the tournament for the duration of the tournament. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, watching that game, that second Gonzaga, or the, that championship game, their fans are in full party mode the entire time. And it's kind of depressing. Yeah, they go down and they, they go down knowing that they're going to win. Yeah, right. And so they party in Vegas. It's just a big party. It's just a big, fun, good time. At our expense. <laughs> so do you think BYU will ever challenge Gonzaga? I mean, do you think we'll ever spoil their their fun? Yeah, we will. You think so? Yeah, I think we will, but it'll be rare. It'll be the once every five years-ish, we will be better than them. You know, the Maybe. problem is they'll probably... I don't know if it's our fans that have expectations like crazy, but if I had to guess, I would say they will spoil our fun more often than we will spoil their fun. You know, we're going to come down someday with, like, a better team, and they're going to beat us, and then we'll really see the BYU fans. You know, the the thing about BYU and Gonzaga, though, um, I think BYU has only been swept by Gonzaga once. While we've been in the WCC, you know what I'm saying. So I yeah, think, I don't feel like they especially own us. No, I don't think They're so just, either. We 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 split better, with them. They've just been the better team, though. It's not. I don't feel like we've gone there and choked. It's not like when we used to lose to UNLV at UNLV every time, where we just go and look like we've never seen a basketball in our lives, or or yeah, even we, in even in the tournament because it was on their home court. Like we were yeah. clearly the better team, but we'd lose to them because you know the whole their home court thing. Yeah, it's not like that. They've just been a better team. I mean, they're like a top ten team most years. Yeah. So that's where I think there'll be every so often we'll put a good team together and beat them. Um, I think you know, or have a better season than them. But I don't know that we'll be consistently on par. We just can't get the type of people they can get. What you just said segues well into what Adam and I were talking about a couple days ago. Um, well, we were talking about the night of the Gonzaga loss. Adam, do you want to... Yeah, so I was actually really bummed. After we lost to Gonzaga, I was really bummed. Like, I was just kind of thinking, oh, man, here's another... Th- it's just the same old, same old. We go down to Vegas, and we kind of peak in the semifinal, and then we lose the championship, and Yada, yada, yada. You know, Dave Rose, it's another trip to the championship game without winning. And, I, you know, I was just kind of feeling down in the dumps, as, as all fans do, I think. I, I, you know, I think after they lose a game like this. But then Jarris said something that kind of changed my whole outlook. He said, he's like, what, do you, what did you expect, you know? I mean, did you expect that we'd take two out of three from a top ten team? And the only reason they weren't a top five team is because we beat them once. You know what I mean? Like, this is a team that lost two times this year, and one of them was to us. Were we really going to account for 60% of their losses? You know, I I mean, it sucks that we lost and everything, but we we played a better team 
And, yeah. and I think if you look at the body of work that we did against them, you have to be feeling pretty good about our team. And it, yeah, it totally, that, like that seriously changed my entire mindset. I was like, oh yeah, you know, Gonzaga is a pretty freaking dang good team. I mean, you look at them, I'd say their first seven or eight are really, really good players. You know, you've got these two big seven-foot monsters. You've got Wiltshire from Kentucky who's lighting us up. Pangos and Bell, and you got that USC transfer. And I mean, that's a good team. That's stacked. Every position, you know, that, that is a scorer from every position. And they all were playing really well against BYU. And BYU was actually hanging with them for most of the game. It only, you know, it was only the last three minutes or so that things got really out of, out of control. But, yeah, I, I, it, it made me feel better about the loss. I still wish we could win a championship, a conference championship. I think that would be so cool. I, I, I just, I'm so sad that we, that has gotten away from us for so long. But, um, you know, I guess there's no – I don't really feel a lot of shame in losing to Gonzaga. They're just a really good team. No, they're, they're sh- I just – to me, there's no shame in losing that game. I was strangely emotionally disconnected from that game, maybe because I was just riding the wave of sorry, Dad. But <laughs> just the huge, crusting, beautiful tsunami that was sorry, Dad. But it, it – um, Whereas the game at Gonzaga, I was totally into it. I was totally committed to the game. I was emotionally invested. And I think it was a little bit of we had to win at Gonzaga to stay in the tournament discussion. And that one, I don't think we had to win, and I kind of knew we weren't going to win. Sometimes I've got you know, an inner sense about me, about when we're going to win and lose. You do. You have some kind of sick power. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Say thank you. <laughs> Just say thank, thank you. you and move on. No, I, you know, it was, it was great. And I was, I was also telling Adam, I really hope we make the tournament. But that year of the NIT was really fun. Jared, stop. No, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> I hope it. we make the tournament. I really do. But that year in the NIT was fun. I went to a couple games in the NIT you know, got into it. We made it to the final four. I don't want to do that again, but it was surprisingly, you know. The NIT was fun. I'll agree with Jarrett. But that year that we made a deep run in the NIT taught me one thing. You want to make the tournament. I want to make the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> it is no fun being left out of March Madness. It is, it is a very poor consolation prize. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're filling out your bracket and when you're watching those games on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I mean, it's just, you want to be in that thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So question, Adam, are we in? Yeah, absolutely. I think Jared, we're a lock. Are we in? No doubt. Three things. A huge snub if we're not in. We're in. I think we're. Totally in. I think we're definitely in. Um, I don't mind if we play a play-in game. Uh, I would prefer not, but I, I, re- I really don't mind the play-in game. Okay, how about I don't this? Mind them. Let me let me ask you guys a question here. Play-in game loss or NIT win, like tournament play-in. championship. Play-in game loss. Mm-hmm. Like, like versus win the NIT? Yeah. 
Oh, I'd probably want to win the NIT if yeah, I knew those were the two outcomes. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's probably true. Anyway, I just I hate I hate that play-in game. I know it's round one or whatever they want to call it, but it's a play-in game. I don't hate it. I don't hate it that much. I hate it. So, how would you guys not to drag this podcast on? But maybe you can do a scale one to ten. Maybe uh, what type of emoticon? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, how would you rate or rank or whatever this season to date? Disregarding whatever happens from here forward. Oh, jeez. I would, I you know, this is my fault, but I'm gonna rate rate it low because for the majority of the season. I was so kind of turned off, you know, like like I had a hard time getting into it. Since, you know, since that little run at the end of the, the season where we won like eight of our last eight in the season, I've been really into it and I'd put it really high. But, but man, the season as a, as a total, I'm pretty low on, to be honest. I think this is an underrated season. And here's why. Think of, the, think of what happened this season. You had Tyler Oz break the all-time scoring record, which we have mixed feelings about, but still significant. Quite. Quite. You had K, uh, Kyle Collinsworth just destroy the BYU triple-double record, which was, I think, one. <laughs> and then get for himself the NCAA single season and career triple double records which what does that tell you uh, tells you those guys go on to the pros no yeah wait you mean you mean <laughs> you mean most of them get there, there's some people that get 5 in one season but only but 6 is the is the career what do you mean it it tells me that somebody oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I see I somebody see. like they left who gets early. five triple doubles doesn't get to try and break that because they go to the pros next year right right yeah we all we all see what you're saying well you didn't I guess well now we do okay <laughs> <laughs> so you got Tyler Hodge you got Kyle Collinsworth you had this huge win at Gonzaga number three um, they were ranked number three one of the biggest wins in BYU basketball you know what history. We call that win? We call that win the Trojan horse. Trojan horse win gets us in the tournament, Do you right? get it? Yeah. You get it? Uh-huh. We went in there. Yes. And we, like, we, 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 stuck, a, we stuck a toe in. Yeah. And they opened the door a little bit. Yep. And then we spoiled their house. <laughs> we just thank you for the very explicit explanation of your analogies, Jairus. <laughs> the, computer really nerds, the computer nerds out there and the history buffs will get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this season was pretty dang good, actually, when I talk about it that way. Had you asked me mid-year, I would have been extremely down on this season. With the way we finished, I put this season as, you know, there's this emoticon where it's like the guy, and he's got the, it's got the eyebrows. It's like the sad face, like, oh, I'm just kind of sad, but he's yeah. smiling. Oh, yeah. It's like lower left in the emoticon section. That's kind of it. It's like, oh, I was kind of down, but I'm kind of happy with it. Sad eye smiley. It's the sad eye smiley, yep. 
It's because there's part of my heart that's sad about some of those gross losses early in the season. But the way we finished makes me feel really good about this year. And I think this is one of Dave Rose's best coaching years. Hmm. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. And you guys know where I was at with old Uncle Dave earlier this year. You were not in a good place with Dave. I was not in a good place. You know, can I tell you what I loved? I know I just interrupted you. Yeah, go for it. Right before he got called on the technical, did you see when they (laughs) – he's barking at the ref, and then they call that ball out of bounds. He just rips off the the coat and does this, like, Gronkowski spike (laughs) with his sports coat, and then he just loses his – Mind, man. <laughs> and good. I loved it. You know, I'm okay with that kind of stuff. I hope someday I lose my mind like that. I've never done it. <laughs> but I would love to someday rip yeah. my clothes off and throw them on the ground. You, know? <laughs> you, you do plenty of ripping your clothes off. You just don't have the anger to no, go with. Oh, yeah. It's usually not anger. <laughs> I, th- I don't think there's one BYU fan that doesn't appreciate what Dave Rose did in that situation. Oh yeah, it was universally often. Yeah, I just I think he the the coaching changes he made with Josh Sharp playing more, some of the others, um, you know, subs playing more as well as we we started playing defense, and that's a coaching thing. He did something and changed something midway through the season, and it completely changed it. So. Although as low and down on him as I was, I'm I'm very pleased with his coaching this year. Plus that win at Gonzaga, that was win in the one of the best wins in program history. That was a beautiful thing. It, I mean, it wasn't all smiles and sunshine for Dave Rose because I mean there was a few really bad losses. Yeah, that's why I have the sad eyes. Sad sad eyes, Smiley. So from a scale of, you know, from a scale of like from one to sorry, dad, I would say this season is like a seven. Mm, yeah, I'd say it's that a seven, maybe, maybe bordering on a don't tase me, bro. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. It's like a chocolate rain, maybe like a double, double rainbow. Oh, double rainbow. That's a good one. <laughs> hey, Jairus, I just got your text, and yes, that is the right emoticon. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, we're going to let you guys go. You guys, meaning the listeners. Yeah. You um, guys have done a great job listening to us today. If you have not seen Sorry, Dad... Log on to DustRD.com and watch it that's on YouTube. Not, that's not our website. DustRD.wordpress.com. <laughs> just, just double click, just double click on the podcast I- icon and search "Sorry Dad" <laughs> videos. You could just, yeah, just go to the Google and write "Sorry Dad." Um, come up as the exclusive home of hey, "Sorry Dad's time Trevor." Out, time out. Where are you right now, Trevor? I'm in Valdosta, Georgia. Oh, can we get can we get uh, Riggs on the on the on the line next week? Yeah, sure. Let's get him on the podcast. The star. I'm sure he would be happy to. Oh, that would be wonderful. And after that, we can get Mike hit on. 
Wait, 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 wait a second. When your kid dazzles hundreds of thousands of people across the country, then he could be on our podcast. Pal. When your kid is America's sweetest power hitter, you can get him on the podcast. You know, one more thing that I love. How many people wrote fake? Like it was set up. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, fake. like you're Michael Bay and you have some CGI machine that's like. <laughs> there's, there's all these. There's a, some comment was like, it's amazing how many stupid people will view a video after a few minutes of editing. I'm just like, yep, spent all the extra time to go edit this video. And it's like, if you were going to edit a video and do all this thing, you're going to make it, what, nine seconds long? Like, <laughs> maybe I'm just some like Jedi, some like Jedi um, uh, viral master, you know? Answer me one more thing now that everyone's stopped listening. Um, so you were throwing hard balls to your son with, I mean, I mean I'm sure they were those kind of softy hard balls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to your son who has a metal bat, and mm-hmm. right behind you is what, your house with your windows and. No, he was like hitting in the alley between my house and the neighbor's house. But still, I mean. Oh yeah, he pulled a couple into our house. He hit one on the neighbor's roof. He came outside and wondered what was going on. Right. So, so like the the danger factor of property damage was high. Yeah. Let's say let's Moderate. say orange. Moderate. Yeah. Okay. Threat level orange. All right, that's fine. That was another thing that a lot of people wondered. Oh yeah. That really hurt their enjoyment of that video. But nothing hurt more than the vertical video. That's <laughs> yeah. just... You know what else no one's talking about? There are at least two or three balls on the, on the ground behind him, which uh, suggests Uh-oh. that he missed a few. Hey, did nope. uh, Babe Ruth struck out sometimes? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Jared's airing some serious dirty laundry right now. Sorry, Trevor. A little bit uncomfortable with this line of questions. Let's name this this section. Sorry, Trevor. (laughs) Anyway, all right, guys. Um, Te amo. Thanks for listening. Go Cougs. Sorry, Dad.com. to follow Death Stardy online. We got all kinds of ways. On Twitter, at Death Star D. On Facebook, that's facebook.com slash Death Star D. Send us an email, deathstard at gmail.com or follow our website, deathstard.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening, Tards. See the tuna fleets clearing the sea out. See the bed when fires at night. At first light and see the bird with the leaving her now After the flood all the colors came